Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny Phillips. And, and Jessica Chambers. <laughs> Thanks for joining us again, guys. Uh, Jessica and I were just having a great conversation <laughs> off the air. And I was like, what are we doing? We need to record this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just telling Jessica about how I have a backlog of episodes now because I was like, I'm going to edit these myself. I'm going to learn how to do it. And that didn't go very well. So how long did it last? I, I got one edited and it may be the worst one we have. I don't know. Um, so, I, so you called him back and you're doing it again? Yeah, no. Our yeah. editor has a backlog that he has to get through now because of my ignorance. Um, and Jessica was like, I guess you kind of feel like a for sale by owner then, don't you? <laughs> you think you can do it on your own, but you can't. <laughs> yep. Yep. She was right. I mean, but that just goes to show there are some things in your business that you need to leverage out. Right. Absolutely. I mean, your time is, is valuable. What you do is valuable. And if you spend it doing busy work or um, was it getting ready to get ready, how's that go? I forgot what that, oh, that was. Story of my life. I right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I make a lot of lists. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's it's procrastination, you know. Uh, it's just not a good use of my time. I'm not, I'm not an editor. Yeah. It's not my thing. Yeah, I I don't I don't think it's something that I would try on my own either. No, I was at a, a meeting this morning and I was saying, yeah, I'm on Fiverr all the time asking people to do stuff just because how many hours would it take for me to learn how to do something subpar at best? Right. And is with their quality of work and how quickly they can complete it <laughs> versus you, it does make more sense. Absolutely. To leverage it out. I mean, look at big businesses. Do you see a CEO dicking around doing things that you shouldn't be doing? No, but I will say you took the time to see if it was worth doing it on your own. There was and that. And you, you only, you know, you gave it three weeks. You know, some people stay in stuff for years and don't realize that they would have been better off and probably could be a lot further in their business had they said, you know what? I can't do it. Yeah, no. So I got no time for that bullshit. No time. Nope. And let that be a lesson to all of you. Okay. <laughs> don't. Just don't. You were talking about one yesterday. Where do you get all your media? Mm. Right? Yeah. Is that the same? That's true. I I buy from Etsy. There's nothing wrong with that. And then Sessie called me yesterday and was like, um, it still says the other person's Oh God. website on it. And I was like, <laughs> no, because that's like my biggest thing is like, I mean, I triple quadruple check everything before putting it on there because it is templates. I mean, you're, you're yeah, for sure. editing your stuff in there and it was like some piercerealty.com or something. And I was like, um, thanks, Sessie. So. Okay. True story. <laughs> True story. Someone just came over to EXP, someone local. Okay. All right. Um, and I had their sponsor reached out to me like, hey, they're submitting an offer. I'm like, yeah, no, I talked to them. Let them know, by the way, that their Facebook profile picture still has their old badge from their old brokerage on it. And I would change that. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, um, I just changed my social yeah. media because I've been watching videos of like, you know, just what to... How, how to get yourself out there, how to mm -hmm. brand yourself, yeah. how to, you know, I mean, there's 2 million trillion videos, I feel like that you can try and look at, yes. but um, it said, you know, your Facebook profile picture, your social media, and especially because I'm not, I don't have a separate business one yet because mm -hmm. I'm just learning how to handle my personal one. Yeah. So they were like, that needs to be a professional headshot. And then your cover photo should have something to do with your business. Agreed. To let people know when they come to your page because people check you out. They oh, stalk yeah, you, you stalk yeah, them. We all know this happens. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, um, you know, it looks professional when they come to your page. And yeah, you can still have personal stuff on there, but. And you should um, for the algorithm's sake. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think Rosie told us this, that um, all of your socials need to have the same picture too. That's smart too. That makes sense. When I got to go check Instagram. When people go from one to the other, they don't want to have to search and be like, is this the right Jessica Chambers? Ah, uh, well, and since there are two of me. There apparently are. Yep. Mm -hmm. So. Could be worse if you had a twin. Just imagine. I know. That would be weird. Doppelgangers. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, guys. Welcome. We are talking about open houses today. Uh, it is the summer, the season of open houses. Uh, open houses are a lot of fun. 
I love them. It's how I got almost all my business when I first started. I was a buyer's agent hosting open houses for the listing agent, and I would just pick up buyers left and right. It was a great time. Um, and so, as we have open houses, I love to offer them up to, to our agents because that's a great way to get business. Absolutely. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, yeah. So we're going to go through what our process is for an open house because there are steps, right? And uh, I know I take it for granted, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that does, that there are steps. And if you don't know them, you're not going to do them, right? It's not just innate. Right. And I mean, if you want it to truly get out of an open house, what you know, I mean, a buyer or eventually a seller or mm -hmm. anything like that, you you need to follow these steps. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's squeeze that lemon for all it's got. Absolutely. Yes. So, guys, um, our schedule is a week, right? It's a week-long schedule. Mm -hmm. um, and even that time, that can be hard sometimes, right? I know I get a listing agreement maybe signed on Tuesday, and we expect to go live on Friday. God, that can be tough. It can yeah. be super tough. Um, no one likes to wait. I certainly don't like to wait. You know, I tell my people, listen, as long as soon as we get this thing signed, we're going, we're going balls to the wall. We're going open house on this thing. Uh, so I think that sometimes this week has to be compressed. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're lucky. And yeah. I will say we do open houses on the weekends. You know, yeah. I, I noticed some people. So when we're talking about our week, mm -hmm. we, you know, we typically would like to start on a Monday and then have the open house by Saturday or Sunday. Bingo. Um, you know, but I notice a lot of people have them like midweek during the day. Um, what kind of foolishness is that? I, I know. That is tomfoolery. I just, maybe it's just for agents. Because I don't know how many people can get out there realistically. I don't know. At 1 p.m. on a Wednesday. It, ex right. You know, so. I, I talked to a guy. It was a, um, it was actually a FISBO that I lost. I didn't get it. Uh, but after it sold, I called him. I was like, hey, I just wanted to talk to you about how it went. You know, what what could I have done better? And he's like, well, this person, I mean, she got it because she was a young girl and he was kind of a creepy old guy. That's what it was. Uh, right. Johnny. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Listen, whatever. But um, uh, but he, he, he said she held an open house every day until it sold. What? And I'm thinking to myself. That's the biggest waste of freaking time I've ever heard in my life. Oh my goodness. I would have said, sorry, I can't do this. For That's you. insane. Yeah. Shoot. Well, maybe creepy old I mean, guy. I've heard of like multiple weekends, like, you know, right. if yeah. like you do a price drop or, you know, or if it's just not selling, whatever. But no, she, she was every there every day? day. Every day. Wow. Okay. Well, so yeah, she put Let's the work in. Let's tell you how in. we do it. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Guys, again, your time is worth money. Mm -hmm. All right. Don't waste it. All right, guys. So assuming that you have everything signed and you're ready to go Monday, the Monday prior to going open house, you need to call and confirm the open house time and day with the sellers. This is especially important if you're leveraging that out to another agent, right? Mm -hmm. I have not done a great job of this. All right. That's why I made sure to put it on our list because to remind me to do it, how many times have I set you up with a seller that just like was crazy? Oh. Oh. Yeah, that happened one time. That did happen, and right? It was, it was very scary. And that was that was my fault, 100%, <laughs> right? I set up an open house. I was out of the country and I was like, Jessica, go do this. It'll be great. Client was not cool with that at all. Yeah, she um, she yelled at me a lot on the phone. Um, quite a few cuss words. And... Um, said she would be now another big thing tell your clients not to be in the home well she said i will not leave my home i will be in the garage working on repairs <laughs> <laughs> i'm you know anyways it got to the point it was it was <laughs> it was intense i felt so uncomfortable but i'm like I didn't feel comfortable being in the home with her either. And and so I like called them on their vacation out of the country. I felt so awful. Um, no, I'm so glad you did. But, you know. Imagine having to have gone through that. And, you know, let's let's just say, how long ago was that? At least a year. Oh, at least. Did her home sell? Has not. Nope. And how many agents has she probably been through? Oh, at least three. Okay. So. Yeah, there's that. You know, we know what we're doing. <laughs> Some, sometimes the sellers are not worth it. So, yeah. If you've listened to that podcast, again, a year ago now, 
Uh, we fired her. Mm-hmm. It was like on day three of our contract. Fired her. No one's yelling at our agents. Not worth it. Yeah, and that was that was the biggest thing. Um, so I don't know if you know, but I just celebrated two years with y'all on June 1st. Jesus, we're so bad. I'm Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, but what I mean to say is that things like that make me want to stick around and realize, you know, I mean, in any place you work, I mean, when I was in education, I mean, if, if your superiors or your people that are like on your team not encouraging you and not mm-hmm. fighting for you makes you want to leave. Well, so thank you. I one reason why that. I'm in real estate. We'll leave that for another day. But, you know, it. this team is great. I've loved everything about it. And that was like, a not that I was like deciding on anything else, but it's like it solidified I was where I needed to be. So thank you all. Yeah, well, thank you. We love having you. <laughs> Listen, what had a coach once and he, he gave me a great piece of advice. It was, they will always leave you. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe he has kids and he's experienced that. And that's just what I'm used to. And that's what's going to happen. Uh, but if and when that day comes, we're, we're going to celebrate you. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're and welcome. that was another thing. You said, we want you to be out on your own. We don't want to hold you here forever. No, I don't think that's the right thing to do. Because as someone that's a men- anyone that's a mentor, leader, anything, you should be encouraging your people to do it on their own. Absolutely. So. What good is a teacher if the student never graduates? I don't know. Shitty ass teacher, I'll tell you that. I, I think I can agree. <laughs> so back yep. to our open house schedule. Going back. We so that was Monday. Confirm mm-hmm. open house day and time, um, and who it might be. Bingo. Because you you know, you might be out of town, you might just you know for any reason they need to know because they signed an agreement with you, not True. with someone on your team, True. not with someone else. Um, so and that gives them time, you know. And if they wanted to meet the person before, whatever, it gives them time to do that. And so they feel prepared when that time comes. Yep. Everyone be comfortable with everybody. That's by that time. So Tuesday is kind of a free day. Chill. Do what you're going to do. Keep doing real estate. Right. Nothing on the schedule for Tuesday. Wednesday, go ahead and design and print your flyers. Um, Just do it in advance. We're trying to build in time for you to not be rushed at the very end. It's very tempting to wake up the day of and say, oh, I'll design it and, and shoot over to Office Max. Guilty. Like nine out of 10 times right here. But it's going to be stressful anyway. Yeah. Don't stress yourself out. It gives you time to find a design that you like and really play with it. There's nothing worse than being under pressure and just doing a sloppy job. Yeah, I agree. So now what do you suggest these flyers so that goes on to thursday so i won't i won't skip ahead yet so designing and printing flyers Mm -hmm. wednesday yep so thursday you want to put out your directional signs um you know and that is something you you need to invest in is just some simple open house signs Mm -hmm. and what they've done is because they only have it on saturday or sunday they just made bulk signs you know phillips team you know exp reality saturday two to four here's an arrow and and that's it. So they have the exact same time um, and then just two different days. So that yep. that's very helpful. So put those out Thursday. Um, Why would you put them out in advance? Why don't you put them out like the day of? Because it lets people know. So especially in the neighborhood, when you have, you know, it directing it into there, it lets them, it lets the neighbors know, it lets them, you know, someone tell someone else mm-hmm. or someone could be driving by for their, you know, and say, oh, so-and-so has been looking for this. It just gets it out there, um, gets people talking and, you know, brings people in. People are curious. Um, yeah. I think you made a great point about the neighbors. If you have a sign in the yard, that's great. Everyone behind that house will see it as they drive through the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Everyone before it will never see it. Right. Because they're never going to drive that far back. But if right. you put out these directionals, they're going to be like, oh, well, there's something back here. I want to know what's for sale. Let's yep. go drive you're gonna get see more, it. Yep. You're going to get more people driving by, mm-hmm. just more exposure. That's that's your goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so putting them out Thursday night, Thursday, you know, um, yeah. Gives is you your best bet. Plenty of time. Now you, case in point, have picked up a buyer from directional signs. No? 
Yes, I did, actually. So um, he pulled in. I had a sign out. He pulled into the neighborhood, gave me a call off of my sign in the yard. Um, he was he wasn't interested in that house. But um, yeah. yeah, I ended up selling him a home. And um, and he said and this is what was so crazy to me when he called me. He's you know, I, he said, I'm a buyer. Um, you know, I've been pre-approved. I mean, checking all the boxes. Who does that? And um, I said, you know, okay, well, you know, let's meet and discuss what, 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 you know, what you're looking for and things like that. And he said, you're the only agent that called me back. I was shocked. That's insane. And, you know, I mean, his price point wasn't crazy high. I mean, he bought a condo, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and then ended up realizing he's moved here from another state and I know his family and, Anyway, so it was really yeah. a cool, a cool yeah, transaction. Right. But, but yeah, that was what was so crazy to me. He said no one returned my calls, so you know that was a that was a big thing. And just off my sign and someone else in a different listing. Well, then that makes two because that wasn't even the one I was thinking of. Oh, I was thinking about about your investors that you just closed. That is another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had an open house. It was actually Lizzie's open house. Mm-hmm. Um, and this family came through and, you know, we're just chatting, having a good time. And they're like, well, we're newly investors and we haven't bought anything yet. We've got all our money lined up. We've got, you know, our mentor. We, they had everything ready to go. Um, and the price point of the home that I was doing the open house for was, you know, further way out of the range that they were looking for. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just met with them and now that turned in. So I've sold the first property and they're flipping, there's two homes on it and then that'll turn in. We've already agreed I'll be their seller for those properties and then any future um, investment properties they want to buy. So that's, that was another one. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I love that one because that's pipeline, right? There's nothing like, people in your client base that's gonna they're gonna come back right yeah and and we'll talk about this a little bit later but follow up Mm -hmm. so i just want to say that now had i not followed up because they didn't call me after the open house yes they had my card Mm -hmm. but i had their information too and that's another thing make sure you have a sign-in sheet i had my information to their information um reached out to them gave them, you know, hey, I'm, you know, like they tell you, you know, give them like two options of days and times to yeah. meet, you know, and, and don't leave it open-ended. Um, and it worked out great. And so we've closed on a property and, and that was that crazy one that the home was going to be condemned and mm. all, you know, all these crazy things, but um, we made it happen and they're, they're really excited about it. So. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Okay. So we put out the signs Thursday. Yep. Um, also... <laughs> might be good to track where you put your signs depending on um you know location some are just super easy right off of main road Mm -hmm. some you know your your signs are going to be in a lot of different places um so make sure you know use your phone take whatever you need to do um you did a really cool thing You you looked at an aerial photo yeah so this is just something that we tried and it worked and i think it's great so pass it along I, uh, I guess I went to Google Maps and just took a snapshot of an aerial of the neighborhood. I, went, I used markup and I just, you know, circled where I put all the signs so I would know exactly where to go. Mm-hmm. And it was easy because I actually handed that off to you and you knew where to go. Yeah. So you put the signs out. I picked the signs up. Mm-hmm. And so that was really convenient because I didn't know the area. It wasn't Gainesville. Right. It wasn't, you know, where we live. And so um, instead of me just driving in all directions, <laughs> so it was very helpful to know exactly which intersection to go to and pick those up. Yeah. So I would do that in the future. Um, directional signs, um, they they will get orphaned. You will lose some. Okay. Yeah. You will. But try to hold on to them. Try. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know that church uh, across from Kroger. Anyways, they took up two of ours. Uh, so there's some that like what? nothing is allowed to be there. And I just thought like wind blew it over, like, you know, no big deal. So I, you know, we put another one out there. So just be aware if there are already signs in one area and they're still there, maybe that's a good place or, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but you will probably lose some, yeah. some neighbors might not like, you know, cause if you're at, you know, the 
stop sign. Mm -hmm. That's technically someone's land right there, you know, whatever. So, and just be courteous, you know, and, and we'll get into this. If you door knock the neighborhood, talk to them. Okay. That's fantastic. So, Uh, so that goes right into door knocking next. Bingo. So door knock the neighborhood, uh, as many as you can, at minimum, you need to door knock 20 houses. That would be five to the left, five to the right and 10 across. All right. The neighbors are going to see the sign anyway. This is an opportunity for you to meet them, introduce mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, who knows? Solicit for business. Invite them to the open house. Absolutely. All of the above. Um, I think door knocking is huge. One day, I, I have always done it on foot. But this one particular neighborhood, there were like acre and a half lots. And I was like, hell no. Yeah. Long ass driveways. So I drove. It was great. I was like, why have I not always been doing this? This is yeah. not that difficult. Right. And, you know, how, you know, to that point of if you're going to put a sign at a street corner and it's mm-hmm. in someone's yard, how many times has an agent actually gone up to that person and asked to put it in their yard? Heard that on another podcast recently. And I was like, 10 out of 10. And, you know, I sometimes because like sometimes I am putting the sign, you know, if just something got away and we, mm-hmm. we didn't put the signs up in time or whatever, um, that that is something that definitely needs to happen. Yes. I would def- that, yeah. It just it just shows your professionalism and you're asking permission for something that's already their yard um, and just saying, hey, you know, it, would it be OK? Can I put this out Thursday? Our open house is over at four on mm-hmm. Saturday. I will pick it up, you know, no more than 15 minutes after whatever, you, you know, your agreed upon time is. Um, and I wouldn't imagine anyone saying well no, no uh, but, probably you know. not and if they do guess what if you had an intersection there are three other corners there true, true. right um it shows a, like you said a level of professionalism you will be the only agent that did that the same way you were the only agent that followed up with that client and mm-hmm. you got that client right so be the only agent there are a lot of shitty agents out there just do a little bit more and you're going to be the best yeah and another when i door knock i like to tell neighbors um because we, I would love to interview the people coming in next to me to decide if it's oh, like yeah. really, you know, I, I, you know, but obviously that's not how buying mm-hmm. works. So, you know, encourage the neighbors. Do you know someone that wants, you know, that you want to live in your neighborhood? So that gets them thinking of like, oh, this person, you know, this is could be some, you know, if this is their yeah. immediate neighbor or whatever, um, give them that choice. And really this open house I just did for you, um, Sunday, mm-hmm. every neighbor in the cul-de-sac came and, you know, one neighbor was like, okay, I got two of my friends. I know I've got, you know, so another neighbor's <laughs> like, well, we got this. And so, but that was, you know, and now, okay, those two neighbors, the, the one that they didn't, you know, they might not have gotten that home under contract that they wanted to, but mm-hmm. now I know that her two friends are looking Bingo. and now I've made that connection with her. You never know what you're going to stumble upon in a conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, one of those neighbors, uh, my client has a ring camera and he has called me multiple times saying that that neighbor comes out with his Rottweiler when people come to see the house because... I met the Rottweiler and honestly, it's the sweetest dog I've ever met in my entire life. Well, best, But it is very um, intimidating. Best we can figure, he's trying to scare people off. Well. I mean, that's, that's a true story. And sometimes the neighbors are not helpful. Um, we closed one probably two months ago and there was a neighbor on the left that was actually driving people away just because they had crap in their yard. There wasn't an HOA to enforce it. They painted things oh, funny I colors. Did that, I did that open house. Yep. I talked to that neighbor <laughs> and you know, he apologized and he said it was really? all his wife's fault. <laughs> no joke. He literally was out there and he was like, I'm so sorry. You'll have to see this. It's my wife. <laughs> and it just walked away. So, you as, know, as a husband, I can respect that. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm not doing shit about that. Right? Yeah. Just, so, yep. you know, but we'll, yes. So door knocking is great. Yep. Um, Neighbors can be hit or miss with how they'll help you sell the That's home, so but, <laughs> but it's, it's a part of your job and, and it needs to be something you get used to doing, especially if you're the one doing open houses. You know, if, if you mm-hmm. like to leverage that out to other people and you can, by all means, go for it. If you don't, you know, need the extra clients right. and things like that. Um, but if you're starting out, it's a great place to start. Um, you know, like I said, I don't like cold calling and, you know, all those things, mm-hmm. but this one's a little bit different because when you're knocking on the door, I'm not just randomly asking them for their, you know, 
to sell. I'm telling them I'm in their neighborhood for a reason. Yeah. So for me, it makes it feel like I do have an, you know, a welcoming into the conversation um, about it. So I, I like. Absolutely. Now I have knocked on doors where people like look at me mm-hmm. through like the side window and then they walk away and I'm like, okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can leave, you know, like door hangers or, you know, whatever. I mean, if they mm-hmm. don't answer, um, that's still getting your name. They're eventually going to take it off their door, even if they throw it straight in the trash. You know, <laughs> they're seeing yeah. your branding. They're seeing, sure. you know, and if you sell multiple in that neighborhood, they might throw away five or six of them. But still that oh, at yeah. one point it might click. Oh, well, mm-hmm. this is the person that is doing really well. So you just never know. 100%. You never know. 100%. Um, also on Thursday, what do we have? That's that last one. Uh, post on Facebook Marketplace and your personal social medias. Okay. There are people who are watching your feed, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to see it. And that's just good for you at, in business. They want to, people in your sphere want to see you doing business. It helps them trust you, right? Yep. Yeah. And hopefully, you have friends that want to encourage you and they'll be encouraging. Not, yeah. not everyone's like that, let's be honest. But um, uh, And on Marketplace, I have gotten so many leads off of Marketplace. Yeah, I don't know if that's just a thing around here, but Facebook Marketplace is where people buy homes. It's so ridiculous. Like it's where they search. Yep. And that's yep. their like number one. It's, it's, it's crazy, but so Utilize we realize that. that. And mm-hmm. so any, you know, and you made a good point. Normally I only interact with the people that comment. Because, you know, they're actually speaking to me, so you speak back. But you made a good point the other day. Even if they like the post, go in and reach out to them. Interact with them. I mean, they obviously liked something about the post. Now, Mm -hmm. if it's your best friend, you know, tell them thank you. Right. A lot of them are mine, you know, that are my likes. But why not? You know, if it's someone else that you don't know, reach out to them. Hey, I saw you really liked this, you know, this home. Are you looking, are you interested in it for yourself or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's it's an easy conversation. They reached out to your personal post. So that is a warm lead. It's a warm lead. That's what I like. Bingo. I like warm leads. Absolutely. All right. How about Friday? We're on to Friday. Friday. Um, if there was anyone you didn't get to, you can door knock any remaining neighbors. Um, or if the neighborhood was really large and you wanted to go back and do an extra 20 houses or anything yeah. like that, um, that gives you time to do that. Um, have a little bit of extra yeah. time. Friday, Friday is a catch up day. If you missed anything, you still you built in a day that you can do it. Mm-hmm. You didn't design your flyers on Wednesday. You should have. You're lazy. Do it on Friday. <laughs> Still do it before. <laughs> and we're not saying y'all are lazy. We're really just saying, we have to say it out loud for ourselves yeah, to hear it. Because we're talking we, to ourselves. <laughs> I make the ones for Sunday on Sunday. So, you know. Happens. Happens. Okay. Uh, so day of open house, probably either Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't know why you would do it any other day because people are at work. Yep. What? And and the time is two to four. And like I said, it makes sense. Uh, you already have the signs. You don't need, you know, multiple signs of different times and then you put out the wrong ones and, you know. I mean, that's confusing as hell. Confusing. And two to four is great because on Sunday, that's after church, after lunch, mm-hmm. you know, you've got people, you know, and Saturday, you might, you, so it's just, it's a good time. I, right. I think that's a, and two hours. I've seen some people do three, four hour open houses. Um, I don't think it's as beneficial. If you keep no. it within a window, they're going to be forced to come within that window. The longer you extend your window, you give them time. I mean, you could have an hour where no one's there mm-hmm. and someone's waiting to come at 4.55 because you have it open till five, you know. And and there's psychology at play there, mm-hmm. right? I want to funnel as many people through that one door in yep. as short amount of time as possible because it drives interest. Yep. It makes people think, wow, there are people interested in this. It's not just me. If you have one person trickle through every 20 minutes, no one's going to see anyone else. Right. But if you, if you make them, if you're like, cattle them in the door. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's that what I'm talking what about. Um, okay, so let's talk about time real quick. Before we came on the air, we were talking about how some people do this. We have never done it, but I don't hate this idea. Reserving an hour prior. So it would actually be from for us from one to two for just the neighbors. I really like that. Lizzie just said that mm-hmm. before, while we were, you know, tweaking our notes and everything. Um, that's an awesome idea, and I never even thought about it. And if you're going to be knocking on their doors anyway, say, listen, I have something special for you. All right, come check this out. There are not going to be any buyers. It's just for the neighbors. Come on by. Just 
have fun. Poke your yeah. head in. And then if they, you know, if they're like, oh, I can't do it that time. Okay. You know, I mean, they could still come to the open cool, house. It's yeah. a public open house. But it lets them see, you know, hey, come check it out for who you might know is interested in something like this. Yeah. Um, get the neighbors talking together. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you just don't know what could come out of that. Um, and if they're like me, I'm just nosy and want to see my neighbors, what house, what it looks like inside. 1000%. That's, yes. You know, maybe that's why I became a real estate agent. I don't really know. <laughs> what do teasing. we do for a living? We just judge people's houses. Yeah, that's what just, we do. You know. But okay, so also what you have done is you've built in an hour for you to pre-qualify sellers. That's what you've done. Oh, people, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. People coming in, hey, what brings you by? Do you just want to check it out? Or are you thinking about listing anytime soon? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I've thought about it. I don't know. You know, okay. Well, is your house like this? What's Just dig. And dig I had, dig. you know, when I said the whole cul-de-sac came, one of them were saying, well, what do you think I could get for mine? And I said, well, if you could get a certain price, would you be interested in selling? Oh, I love that. And, you know, he was like, no. And I mean, they had a little kid, you know, they and in the coldest, they have a basement. I didn't even realize that existed in that cul-de-sac. Hmm. Anyways, so they have literally the prime lot in that cul-de-sac. Really? But, um, but now that's top of mind. I know exactly where they live. I can get access to their, you know, I know their names. I've met them. That's weird. That wouldn't be weird for on. me to send a mailer or you know whatever i mean so it pays off for sure yeah wow yeah i mean that's that's a lead right there that's solid yep so you you know and so really and on your flyer when you're passing those out when you're door knocking you might want to say you know private entry for neighbors only from one to two um so make sure you have that planned out ahead of time and but on the actual day of open house you're ready to go to the house and get mm-hmm. everything um post again yes on marketplace and what i like to do with marketplace is i like to change that cover photo of what is the first thing they see because Smart. it's going to draw new people in because if some if it's the same picture of the front of the house people are gonna be like i've already seen it move on um your goal is to engage more people um, and so I like to change up, you know, I like to make a whole new open house, new pictures, different things, um, Absolutely. to get them, to get them engaged and more people looking. Well, and okay. So the first ad, maybe you had a front of the house and some people don't like that curb appeal. So they're not going to click on mm-hmm. it. Second one, who knows? Maybe you do a, a glamour shot of the kitchen and they're like, Ooh, that interests me. Yeah. You or know. the, the private patio in the yes. back. I mean, just all these different things that. You're going to cater to someone mm-hmm. and you need to try and cater to someone different probably each time. Yes. Um, so Smart. I like to do that. And then on your personal socials as well. Bingo. Um, yep. uh, and so I arrive at least 15 minutes early. Okay. And mm-hmm. w- one, I don't want anyone beating me there because that's happened before and I just start sweating and it's, you, yeah. it's awful. But I want to turn on all the lights. If I said that weird, turn on all the lights. Uh, I want to open the blinds because more light is better, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I go through and check to make sure anything weird is not out. Okay, I've seen some weird things put out before. Right. True story, had an open house where there was a hand-painted um, erotic thing going on. Uh, now, I did not move it. I was about to say, did you touch it? <laughs> Didn't touch it. <laughs> Didn't touch it, Good. but I made sure Did to call Lizzie. something over it? <laughs> I just prayed. I was like, I hope no one sees this. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes they're, th- and, you know, you said the other day, some, you know, they really do tidy up as best as what they think. And, and, and most of the time it's great, but there might be something left out that they're oblivious to. There are things that people don't see anymore. Yeah. Like this box of Skinny Pop 28 bags has been sitting on this ledge in my house for like a month. Don't oh, no, it's longer than a month. I think it's been since I've started recording podcasts. I don't see it anymore. Like I a- see it, but <laughs> that just goes to show, and I have the same things at my house. Nothing to do about, you know, you are the yeah. only one that has things, but sometimes we just, you know, our tidying up is putting that box in a different corner. Yes. You know, yep. did you really get rid, you know, so... It needs to be a little bit more put away for an open house. Um, as much clutter as gone as possible. Right. Yes, people are still going to open your closets and your drawers and your cabinets. I mean, but it's better to see that than obscuring 
where they, they're unsure, can I fit something here? I can't really tell because there's yeah. all that stuff in the way. So I, I think it's... And even things that are practical, right? Like I've put away paper towel holders before because I'm like, we don't need that right here. That's not yeah. helpful. I'm stashing that. Um, so I like to pull out my phone and keep a running list on my notes of what yeah. I took and where I put it. Make sure, yeah, make sure <laughs> you know what you've done. Because I'm, I'm sure that I have left awkward things under the sink before for the seller to come back and be like, why is that there? <laughs> How did that get there? That's funny. Yeah. So do that. Um, be ready with extra flyers, your sign-in sheet. Uh, we used to use a QR code all the time, right? I think that was great for COVID, but I think that we all agree that we get better responses on mm -hmm. paper, yep. right? Um, so don't be afraid to ask for that. Agents are all about signing in for their people. They would much rather put their information down mm -hmm. so you can reach out to them than their clients. So right. I, I've had agents push people aside. Oh, to, that's what happened this one. Right? Um, you know, it was like, I'll fill this out for you. Y'all go on ahead and look through, which, I, you know, perfectly fine. Full respect. Yeah. Um, but I appreciated that the agents were signing in. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, you have it there for a reason. It's, you know. Yeah. And so. I'm sure we'll get to this, but that's follow-up right there. Yep. Yep. Get that feedback. Um, and have swag, pins, key rings, whatever. If you want to do cookies, do cookies. If you want to do waters, do waters. I used to do cookies and waters every time. I stopped doing it, and I don't do it anymore. Yeah, I've done it before. Um, I'll buy, like, the little mini water bottles. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then the cookies, it's, it's really not that much. But this, your client, when I went, she had the cookies ready. There was a vase of beautiful flowers. I mean, it was, she had balloons left over from a baby shower the day before. I mean, it, it was, was, it looked like I had really done up the place. <laughs> so if you saw it on my social media, all yeah. I did was provide the sided sheet. <laughs> Lizzie texted me. She's like, wow, Jessica got balloons. I'm like, no, <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I was cleaning up and I was taking the balloons to my car. And I was like, oh, my gosh, these are my balloons. <laughs> that would have been but hilarious. there was already another showing at four. So I just had to sit him on her porch and like tie him around her chair. Oh God! But she probably thought that was like a <laughs> yeah. welcome into the house. So it That's was, great. you know, Absolutely. but I was like, these aren't mine. <laughs> <laughs> these, these don't belong to me. These don't belong to me. No. Um, prepared, you know, stay 15 minutes late, any latecomers, things like that. Sometimes people will. So that's really, you know, when you're blocking off your open house time from showing time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is showing time from for everyone? I know we use it. Okay. Whatever your scheduling service right. is. Yep. Sometimes I don't want to speak to what everyone's sure. is. Yeah. You know, you can block off times where people can't request a showing. Buffer in an extra 15, 30 minutes afterwards. Yep. People are going to wait if they really want to see it. It's not a big deal. Um, but that gives you time to finish up. And I was still in the in the driveway talking to the neighbors at four o'clock. Oh so when it was over, which was great, but, you know, the agent was ready to commit. Yeah. You know? So, so yeah. plan in that time. Um, That's smart. That's yeah. super smart. Because uh, I did not do that for you. Sorry about that. Oh, no, it's perfectly fine. And honestly, she came in and she was like, I didn't even see there was an open house. I just scheduled a showing. And I was like, okay, well, you're the first one. Cool. I mean, oh, okay. Well, so. yeah. Um, so turn off all the lights, put everything back that was moved, yada, yada. Pick up your directional signs on the way out um, because people will steal them. Yep. Yep. And I would follow up that day, if not the next morning with the people on your list. That's um, exactly what I was taught as well. Yep. I got, so one potential new buyer. Um, and then, like I said, the neighbor who had her friends that, you know, might not get this home. Those are potential new buyers that I have their information. And so following up um, as quickly as you can. Um, and, and really, well, I think what the... What, what is it? It says, whatever you think the time is, you should wait, cut it in half. Cut it in half, absolutely. So yep. if you're like, oh, that's way too soon. Like, I just saw them. Okay, but then you're still top of mind. Well, yeah, and they and, know who you are. And uh, you're offering yeah. a service for something they've already told you they wanted. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, I I think you should follow up that's same smart. day, if absolutely. not first thing the next morning. Well, yeah, because if you wait two days, who knows what's happened? They may right. have been like, hey, I got to go get an agent. I, I need to go do that. So you could have lost that. They may forget who you are completely. Right. Um, so yeah, the faster you can follow up, the best, the better you're going to be. Yep. 100%. Absolutely. 
And another follow-up, we were talking about postcards. Mm -hmm. Um, Lizzie had some great ideas this morning. Yes. So she said um, what was a really cool thing is send a postcard to the neighborhood with the client's testimonial of your review of how that transaction right. went for after you. after it's closed. After right. it's closed. So this is a longer follow-up, but still, but, and all the neighbors want to know, what did it sell for? What what was yeah. the story? What what happened? You know, and some know the neighbor and probably will know that for themselves, but um, some don't go back and follow up and see and check all that information out. So Well, absolutely. And, okay, now someone that they have rapport with, mm-hmm. your client, is saying how good a job you did. So that's just another reason for them to use you. Yep. in the future and i've seen it as people if you don't want to send out the postcard if you really like door knocking i've seen people go back after it closes and door knock and say hey this is what i got your client mm-hmm. remember we were talking about you might possibly be wanting to sell if, if you could yeah. get a certain number you know this is just you know whatever however you want to do it um but i think following up after it's closed whether it's postcard door knocking um i think those are great I, great resources for you to yeah you know just keep building your business. I just want to say any kind of follow-up is good mm-hmm. follow-up. Like the fortune is in the follow-up. That has been a saying for long before I've been around, you know, which yeah. isn't that and long. It, but. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, I have lost so many because I thought I was following up too soon. Oh my gosh. Yes. And by the time I did follow up, I'm like, oh, you know, once a week is good or once every two weeks is good for a for sale by owner. How many people contacted them in between me and the, me and their my next follow up? I had and, some, yeah. and, and how many could have contacted them multiple times between me and my next follow up? Now they're top of mind, and I'm just chopped mm-hmm. liver over here wondering why I didn't get it and mad that they didn't choose me, but I didn't allow them to choose me. I didn't show them what I was capable of, and if I'm not willing to call them back, what what, what do they think I'm going to do for them when it's actually time to sell their home? I lost a double ender this weekend because oh. they sent me a text on Friday and I, I don't, I just, who knows? Maybe I was busy. I don't know. I texted them first thing Monday morning and they're like, oh, you know, we didn't hear from you. So we just kind of moved on and they wanted to buy and then sell theirs with me. Oh, that's so tough. And, and this is what's really hard because mm-hmm. you do try and separate your personal life from your professional mm-hmm. life. Weekends are tough, especially, I mean, you've got two little ones. You've got, you know, I mean, like you and Lizzie, I mean, I, it's, it's tough. And that's what I tell people, you know, the hardest part for me is there's really never a break. There is, you you have so much free time and, you know, you can do and whatever, but when someone reaches out to you, if you want their business, it's then, it's then that's the time. Yeah. Because Maybe another, they might've been fine Saturday morning or whatever like that. But when people are ready and they're reaching out to you, they're ready that, right that minute. Yeah. They're telling you, this is the time I'm willing to talk. Yeah. Right. So that's the time. And even if you just write back, Hey, let's get, how about we get together? I come over Monday morning. I mean, you can set up a meeting for Monday morning. I can't believe I didn't do that. You know, I and I, I hate yeah. that for you. I'm sorry. Shit's going to be shit, I guess. But... You know, we learn from these mistakes and this is why we're, I mean, we tell you what we've gone through and oh gosh, hopefully no one to go through them as many times as maybe I've done them. (laughs) If we can save you a little bit of trouble, that's why we're here. Yep. Absolutely. Um, I think that's all I got, Jess. Yeah. I think, I think that's really good. Um, You know, all of those are great things. I've gotten multiple leads and closings out of open houses. Yeah. And um, I, I want to say that. So I think like COVID open houses kind of stopped and then people just got lazy and stopped mm-hmm. doing them. Yeah. You need to be doing them. There is gold in them hills. Yeah. And honestly, I called because um, I've got a buyer looking right now and um, in his price range, it's literally like if it's on the market for a day, it's gone. Mm. Um, and so I called the agent and I was like, are you going to have an open house or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever? And she was like, no. Oh, okay. Um, thank you. Rude you know, I mean, so, agents. you know, but I think they're hindering themselves for their clients yes, and for themselves as well. I mean, you know, their clients, obviously that the win for them is getting more people in the door for them. Those more people in the door, if that's not the house for them, now you've gotten those leads. So, 
it you're you're benefiting both you and your client in that mm-hmm. situation and so i think it's super beneficial um yeah i don't know why you wouldn't do it it blows yeah. me away um rude ass clients can we talk for uh, not clients um agents for a hot second um there was an agent that wanted to get into that house uh but we were uh-huh. holding oh until after the yep, open house holding until after the open house because uh they had family just showed up in town and they were staying with them yeah and they had didn't they have a baby sh- i mean they had like all yeah, these things there were things happening. happening right and she was like so you just I, I don't i don't know what she said it didn't make any sense but man was she something well she called me back on monday yesterday and she's like i'm in the neighborhood uh can we show this house and i'm like well yeah there's someone in there right now but you can go in 30 minutes and she goes no i'm in the neighborhood like, we want to do it now I'm like, well, I guess you could show up and ask that agent if they don't mind you showing while, you know, it's their appointment. And I would have just said, no, we're not accepting overlapping appointments. Thank I mean, you. She was such a bitch. <laughs> such a bitch. And okay. And I was, she was rambling on about something. I don't know. And I was like, I just want to let you know we have multiple offers. And she goes, well, that's what I was trying to ask. And I was like, well, you never said that. Well, I had an agent. Who refused to tell me, if they, which is fine. You don't have to tell me if they have multiple offers. You don't mm-hmm. have to tell me anything. But understand that the way you treat another agent, they will remember. And she, I, she called me. <laughs> this is what makes me so mad. <laughs> I called her, left a voicemail. She called me back when it was convenient for her. I asked her a question. She's, I don't know. I'm in the car driving. Um... Okay, I do apologize for you calling me and you're busy. <laughs> please, please, please forgive me. You know, so you just have to laugh about it, but try your, you know. Well, be a nice person. Be a nice person. I literally said this this weekend. I was like, why aren't there classes for people to just be, you know, some people just don't know how to be nice. It's, it's a true story. Um, I mean, yeah. character ed was a thing when we were young. And some people really needed that. And it's not. It, it doesn't exist anymore. No. No. I mean, I mean we could talk all day about yeah, so. what's going on and all that, but there's no reason for people our age and above us to act like that. Right. Not at all. Um, yeah. So, okay. I just have to say this. That one person, that awful, awful agent, she was like, well, my doctor's, uh, no, my client's a doctor. Like, I don't give a shit. Okay. Is he going to make a better offer than anyone else? That's what matters to me. Okay. I hope that that doctor just runs her racket. Yep. Showing things all the time. She deserves it. Yeah. And if I had gotten an offer from her, I would have advised my client not to take it. Well, and you know, you present all the options, things like this. And that agent that I was saying was very rude to me. My client asked me and said, you know, and I mean, it it was investor owned as is, Mm -hmm. you know, no disclosures. I get that. I can still ask some questions. They might know some answers sure. to some things, yeah. depending on how long they've owned it, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. To every single answer. We don't know anything. Okay. You know, even this water, sitting water in this area, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Sent pictures, all this stuff, never replied. So I advise my client, it feels icky. They're, they, yeah. they're, you know, how do you not know about this situation? You don't even understand where it's at. You just totally stop replying. Um, and that house is still active. Yes. Okay. And, let's, you know, let's role play for a second. Call me as if I'm that agent and ask me that question. Those questions. I, I would like to show you the right way to respond. Okay. Uh, ring, ring. Uh, yes. Hey, this is Johnny. Hi, I'm calling about your new listing um, on 123 Main Street, mm-hmm. and I see that it's as is, um, no seller's disclosures, um, anything like that, but I just had a couple questions if you wouldn't mind just seeing if you or your client might know the answers. Um, uh, sure. It's, like you said, it's investor-owned. Uh, we don't know a whole lot about it, but what are you, what are you asking? So one of the things, there is an old carport building um, to the left, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's taken some damage. Is that anything your client knows about, or does he know the age of this building? I don't think so. He bought this just a couple of years ago. He's been renting it. He, he know, really knows nothing about the property. No problem. Thank you so much. I'll let my client know. One more thing um, there on this shed. Um, there is a 
a pump coming through mm-hmm. and there's standing water um and you know we're just confused at what what is it first of all um and then you know is that something that you know you could shed more light on about this area of of the house sure i mean i'm happy to ask him i i don't think he's actually ever set foot on the property so i'm sure he has no idea um but if you get an inspection i'm sure it'll come up right your inspector will probably be able to figure it out well, thank you so much. I will inform my client. You know, he just had these questions and I felt that it was my due diligence to ask on his behalf yeah. just to see if you had any of the answers. Um, I'm going to go back and let him know and see if we'll be putting in an offer and could possibly um, find that out during the home inspection. Great. I'm sorry I couldn't be more help, but if there's something I can do, please let me know. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. <laughs> so easy. Right? Was it hard to say no to every single question? No, but you did it in a way that... I would feel comfortable advising my client to move forward. I mean, even if you have you know. just an as-is awful property, that's fine. The person buying it knows that. Right. Don't be a jerk about it. So, and you're allowed, you know, I mean, I wasn't asking, speci- you know, I was asking questions of like things that, you know, I wasn't asking, okay, how old is the floor? What what age is this? What age is the room? You know, all of those things that are on a seller's disclosure, you know. So, oh, well. Oh, well. I, yeah. But, well, I think that's... I think that's it. About summed it up for us today. We yeah. all got a little extra. Yeah. We got some, the role play and then open house Ooh. and then... This was a good one. This was a good one. Yep. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, Next week, we're going to do something different. I'm not going to tell you what it is because I have no idea. All right. (laughs) We need a, we need a, the next podcast should be, what does your podcast schedule look like? It should start on a Monday. And by the time you get to Saturday, we're not doing this. Maybe that'll be our plans on the, um, you know, throughout the week. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, see you later. Peace out. A town down. (laughs) 